Praise the Lord. Those of you that have your Bibles, let's go quickly. We don't want to hold you. Amen. Praise the Lord. The Gospel of Matthew, the 14th chapter. We'll begin reading at the 22nd verse and complete that section through the 33rd verse. And it reads as follows. The 22nd verse says, Immediately Jesus made his disciples get into a boat and go before him to the other side while he sent the multitude away. I forgot to tell y'all that. Don't worry about it. And when he had sent the multitude away, he went up on the mountain by himself to pray. Now when evening came, he was alone there. But the boat was now in the middle of the sea, tossed by the waves, for the wind was contrary. Now in the fourth watch of the night, Jesus went to them walking on the sea. And when the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were troubled, saying, it is a ghost. And he cried, they cried out for fear. But immediately Jesus spoke to them, saying, be of good cheer. It is I, do not be afraid. And Peter answered him and said, Lord, if it's you, command me to come to you on the water. So he said, come. And when Peter had come out, down out of the boat, he walked on the water to go to Jesus. But when he saw that the wind was boisterous, he was afraid and began to sink. He cried out saying, Lord, save me. And immediately Jesus stretched out his hand and caught him and he said to him, oh, you little faith, why do you doubt? And when they got into the boat, the wind ceased. Then those who were in the boat came and worshipped him, saying, Truly, you are the Son of God. May the Lord bless his holy word. You may be seated in his presence. I just want to try to talk briefly on distorted vision at 3 a.m. distorted vision at 3 a.m. Now, most of us at some period in our life have found ourselves hanging out at 3 a.m. Amen. I told you all, it's not a shame, I'm not ashamed of it. I told you that my history, there was a time when I was a disc jockey. Yes, sir. And we used to have this thing called after hours. And after hours in my little town, Denver, Colorado, was from 2 a.m. to 4 a.m. And about 3 a.m., I really couldn't see much. I was tired, I weary, I was worn, amen, and I knew that 3 a.m. on 
Saturday night slash Sunday morning, I knew where I had to be uh-huh. in just about four hours. <laughs> you ever been there? Yeah. Am I the only one? I know y'all don't want to raise your hand. You don't want to acknowledge y'all. I know nobody in here ever went to a party. I, I understand that. I, I, I understand that. Let's look at our text. Amen. Now, now, what has happened here is that there have been a multitude of people who have followed Jesus. And they were listening to what Jesus had to say. And at, well, now we find that there was a time when they gathered together and we hear and we acknowledge this thing called the feeding of the 5,000. Where, where there were 5,000 men, God only knows how many women and children were there, that were fed. And after this particular event, my brothers and sisters, the Bible tells us that Jesus needed to pray. And so what he did was he sent his disciples on. Y'all get in the boat, go on across the water. I'll see you when I get there. Amen. And so the Bible says realistically that they got in the boat. Jesus went up to a mountaintop, amen, just to hang out and pray with his father. Uh, Then it says, according to the Bible, about the fourth watch. Now, let me just explain to you what the fourth watch is. The fourth watch is 3 o'clock in the morning until 6 o'clock in the morning. Amen. They, it, it, was, it was determined and, and it, it started off, amen, at 6 o'clock in the morning. 6 to, three to 9 o'clock is the first watch. 9 o'clock to 12 is the second watch. You follow me? That was the fourth watch. It's 3 o'clock in the morning. The disciples are in the middle of the sea, struggling at 3 o'clock in the morning. Help me, Jesus. Why in the world would they be in the middle of a sea? Now, they didn't have great navigation devices like we have today. Here they are in the middle of the sea at 3 o'clock in the morning, struggling because the wind was doing its thing. I'm I'm sure it was a typical thing for the wind to toss to and fro, amen, in that area around that time, amen. But, But they are out there struggling, and this is a wonderful thing that happens there. While Jesus is praying, he sees them struggling. Jesus sees the disciples in the boat struggling, and the Bible says they were about halfway or middle way. So can you imagine the spiritual sight that Jesus had to have to see his disciples? Here now, the disciples were rowing and struggling in the boat at 3 o'clock in the morning, trying trying to determine what, what it is they're going to I know they're tired because they just helped Jesus to feed 5,000 folk. They're tired. <coughs> Pardon me. Everything is upset. They don't know what they're going to do. Oh, my goodness. The sea is going to take us down. Here we are struggling and fighting against the winds and the waves, and the, everything is blowing, and everybody's rocking and reeling and doing, and we don't know what. Now, all of a sudden, they see something. Now, again, remember, it's 3 o'clock in the morning. And they look and they see something and they determine that it's a ghost. 
Oh my goodness, it's a ghost. Now, now some of y'all say, first of all, why would they even believe in ghosts? I, I understand, you know, Casper wasn't around then. Hello, somebody. I, why, why, why would they believe in ghosts? But they say, oh my Lord, it's a ghost. Jesus says, hold on, y'all, don't, don't, don't be scared. It's me. It, 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 it's me. So the first thing in this distorted vision at 3 a.m. is that they don't even recognize the Savior who they've been with all this time. All, they, all, these, all these opportunities that they've fed 5,000. They've watched them heal sick folk. Amen. And, and do all of these wonderful things. Now because it's 3 o'clock in the morning. They can't see it. They cannot because their vision is distorted because of their circumstances. Their vision is distorted because of their circumstances. Now, for some of us, amen, at 3 o'clock in the morning, amen, we can't see much know-how. Amen. Some of us are trying to drive and we can't see at noon, but I'm not talking about those. I'm talking about the realities of the difficulties of these disciples who are in the middle of the sea struggling, trying to row this boat to shore, and everything is going wrong for them, and now they see something. Don't, don't worry. It's me. Oh, bad Pete then jumps up. Lord, if it's you, invite me to come. Jesus said, well, come on. Come on then. Peter, the Bible says, Peter got out of the boat, stepped out of the boat, walked on the water until he started looking around. You see, you see, when your vision is distorted and you look around and you see your circumstances, it will cause you to lose faith. It will cause you to lose that which God has set in place for you. So the Bible says that when Peter first started out, everything was fine. He was walking to Jesus until he looked around and saw the sea was boisterous until he saw the waves were moving until he saw the difficulties of the water that was under his feet and then he began to fall as he began to fall he started crying out then Lord help me save me and the Bible said Jesus reached out immediately grabbed him by the hand uh, and, and, and then say, Where, where's your faith? Why, why you doubt? Why, why is it that, that you doubt me? Then the Bible says something different. And then it says when they got into the boat. And I want to go here for a reason. When they got into the boat, the sea calmed. Let's look at what all this means. That our vision 
is distorted when we lose faith in God. We don't believe that we can come out of situations that we're in. We don't believe that God can fix a certain situation because we look around and see the difficulties. But my Bible tells me there's nothing too difficult for God. There's nothing that God can't handle. I, I just came by this morning to ask you a question. Have you ever been in a bad situation? And Have you ever had to call upon the Lord and the Lord invited you? Come on, come on now. But you've got to a point where you didn't believe your circumstances could be fixed because your vision was distorted because you looked around and you determined can't nothing save me from this situation. I've just come by this morning to tell you, to remind you that the Lord God can do anything and I think there's a witness in the house because he's been a doctor to some sick folk. He's been a lawyer to some troubled folk. He's been a shelter in time of storm. He's been some water when somebody was thirsty. I just want to ask you this morning, has there been anybody up in here that can determine I kept my eyes upon the Lord and everything has been all right no matter what I'm going through, no matter what I've been through. In spite of that, God has made a way out of no way for me. I'm walking and standing on difficult seas, but in spite of that, he's seeing me through. He sees you through. Has he brought you through anything? Hmm? Come on, answer. Anybody been sick? And they told you, I don't know what to do, but you know, you kept your eyes on the prize. You kept your eyes in believing that if I but put my faith in God, the promise of God is true. He will never leave us nor forsake us. So I've just come back this morning to say to each and every one of us, if we but remember what the Lord has already done for us, we can get our vision back and hold fast to the reality that God is with us, that the Lord Jesus came, died, and was crucified for us. And on the third day morning, he got up for us. And that's enough to say, thank you, Lord. Is there anybody up in here that's not ashamed simply to say, thank you, Lord, because he's brought you from a mighty, mighty, mighty long way. Is there anybody here who can get their vision straight I know we walk around with these things on our face, but it doesn't mean we can see straight. I declare if there's anybody here that understands the sight is a spiritual sight. And when God says, come, everything is going to be all right. That's why the word says, trust in the Lord with all of your heart and lean not to your own understanding. Acknowledge him in every way. He will. He will direct your path. There's some folk in here right now on some stormy seas. But I've just got to tell you, trust in the Lord. There's some folk in here with some difficulties in your life, but trust in the Lord. He will make a way for you. He will bring you out if there's a witness in the house. Be a witness for somebody and tell him, yes, he can. 
We got heart replacements, stroke recoveries, mind messes up, and we got eye surgeries up in here. Said you wasn't going to be able to do this, you're not going to be able to, but in spite of that, here you are. And you mean to tell me, even though it's three o'clock in your morning situation, you can't see that God is with you? David said, Myra, yo, you know, I walk through the valley, the shadow of death. Fear no evil. Why? Because he's with me. I say, he's with me. Jesus walks on the water. Peter jumps up, bad Pete. If that's you, tell me to come. Come on. Come on, Pete. You back, come on. Don't look around you. Don't, don't concern yourself with the things you can't handle. No way. Don't concern yourself with the sea because you don't have any charge of the sea. But somebody said the wind and the waves obey his will. And so in spite of what you're going through, trust God. Hallelujah. <sighs> Distorted vision. Wait a minute. It's a ghost. There is a ghost, though, that I'm glad to see. Called him the Holy Ghost. And when the Holy Ghost is present with you, you don't have to worry about a thing. He will bring to remembrance the realities that the word is true, that he's with us no matter what we go through. And, and I've just come my, by my, my brothers and sisters to ask you about your vision. What can you see about now? Can you see he's able? I said, can you see he's able? Did he bring you through? Can you see he can do what nobody else can do? Can you see that no matter what your circumstances are, no matter how hard you think your life is, God has a plan for your life and he's able to do it. But we have to trust him and quit looking around. Keep your vision on him and not your circumstances. I know some of us are broke, busted, disgusted, don't know what we're going to do. Amen. Here we are in the midst of trouble and trouble and trouble and more trouble. Amen. you got things happening. What's the name of that? Silicon Bank lost its money. All kinds of, but guess what? I have not lost my praise because he's still in the blessing business. How do I know? Can I go old preacher real quick? He woke me up this morning and started me on my way. Gave me a reasonable portion of health and strength. Is there anybody up in here that will join me and declare he is my rock in a weary land, my shelter in my storms. He's able to make a way out of no way. Some of you are right now at 6 p.m. in your first watch. I got it. Some of us are in the second watch. 
rolling somewhere between nine and midnight. Some of us have had some difficult days and now we're up in our third watch. Midnight to 2.59 if you will. But I don't know, sometime I wake up in the fourth watch. Sometime I wake up troubled and my heart is not right and my brain is confused. But in spite of that, I cry out, Lord, if it's you, bid me to come. And I just hear him say, come on, boy. So I walk. You see, some of us feel like we only, I'm done, need Jesus on Sunday morning. And then some of us are ashamed to praise anyhow. I, 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 I can't, you know, my C's are difficult. I don't want to jump up and start praising because people will think everything is all right when it's not. That's when you need to praise sure enough. When things are not well, get your vision straight. So I'm just going to do something I never, I hardly ever do. If you are in your third, fourth watch, if you were in your midnight experience, right now, trouble, broken, difficulties, not sure what's going on in your life, not sure what's going to happen, if you need a new job, circumstances are not what they are, I just, I, 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 I double dog dare you just to break out in praise right about now. Because if you break out in praise, that simply means you are focusing on Jesus. And you're not concerned about what's going on around you. Is there anybody here that's not ashamed to focus on Jesus? Come on, he said. Come on, come on. Come on, come on. Come on, Peter, come on. Hallelujah. I got some news for you. <laughs> After you get through the fourth watch, the sun going to shine one more time. I said, after you get through the fourth watch, you'll see the blessings of the Lord. The clouds will roll away and the sun will shine and you can feel the presence of the Lord. So you need a little some help. You need some help when you're in your fourth watch. All I can do is give you what I do. I just, just simply say, I need the Lord to guide me every day as I travel along this narrow way. Though affliction press my soul, I'm determined to reach my goal. I've got to have Jesus because I just can't 
make it by myself. 